Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. Now, listen up now, people. This is very important. In the United States, okay, about 40% of adults are now short-sighted. That is up from 25% in 1971, and it's happening all over the world, okay? Now, experts reckon that by 2050, half of the world's population will be short-sighted. Why is it increasing so fast and why does it matter to you? Well, Richard Cray of Rods and Cones Opticians in Castanock in Dublin is here just to explain a bit. When we were talking about this, Richard, I was a little bit freaked. I was thinking about my kids and are we all going to be blind? Good morning. Morning, Jen. How are you doing? I'm <laughs> good. So how do we know that we as a species are getting more short-sighted? How do we know that? Well, as you say, all the stats point to it for sure. Um, I mean, individually, I mean, the best way to find out is go for an eye exam. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, if you short-sightedness is a, dis- with dis- a problem with distance with vision. Yeah. So your close vision is fine, but you might struggle. So we would see kids coming in that or maybe the parents or the teacher would notice that they're struggling to see the words on the board. Um, or they're squinting at television. So, but I mean, all the evidence points to myopia, as it's called, just being, yeah, going to be 50% of the population by 2050, which could be up to 5 billion people. That's so, a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot that's of a people lot, in, yeah. in opticians. Why is it happening? Uh, so there's two factors. Uh, the genetic element to it and environmental. So the genetic, if you have at least one parent or definitely both, um, like the likelihood is at least one of the children is going to be short-sighted. So that's the, the genetic element to that. And the second thing is the the increase of close work. I mean, before that was a bit, um, you know, you always have, I'd have a lot of parents coming out, tell Johnny and Mary not to be doing too much close work on their iPads because it was kind of a bit fluffy, but all the evidence is pointing towards that increased close work is uh, causing that, is driving it really. Okay. Like if you think back maybe 15 years ago before smartphones, you put a, you know, take out your phone, send a text message back in your pocket. Now you're sitting on a bus for two hours, you're looking at articles, you're looking at videos, you're maybe, you know, you're on WhatsApp. So that increase in close work is definitely driving it, yeah. That is scary stuff. Mm. That is scary stuff. Why does this matter to the average listener? Well, if you want to see clearly, it's important. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's yeah, that a big is factor, you know. I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a certain standard for, say, driving, you know, and if you're a short-sighted patient, if you, yeah, you need to meet a certain standard. So uh, I knew we were doing this topic today. And yeah. since we discussed it in our production meeting, I've been on it with the kids. Just those little moments when we're in the car and the young fella goes, oh, can I watch cartoons while we're driving home? Now I'm going, no, no. And I'm telling them why. I'm saying, because you're going to be blind. You're going to, <laughs> it's going to affect your eyesight. And I'm just being a little stricter when it comes to screen time. But it's not just screen time. It's, isn't it getting outdoors? Outdoors we're not for sure, yeah. outside enough. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's a socioeconomic kind of part to the studies as well and countries where there's high levels of academia like you know there's proven to be so people do a lot of reading a lot of studying like the, the incidence of, of myopia is definitely higher um, and then countries where maybe there's less education and there's more sort of outdoor manual work the, the incidence is much lower 2020 vision they can see for miles they have great vision yeah but, but just in for us really um, it's just that, I mean, do we know specifically how much time we should be spending outdoors? I mean, should, is there a time I mean, on it? It's like a, friend, a colleague of mine sent me a YouTube video of a, an American chiropractor and he was in the woods saying you should go for a walk in the woods for four hours a day and, and embrace nature and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's great if you have the time. No one has But I mean, time. you know, it's not really practical, you know, but I mean, regular breaks are important. So okay. no matter how good your vision is or how up to date your current glasses are if you're looking at something, you can't underestimate the value of regular breaks, which is like 
every like I think even health and safety guidelines are every 40 minutes you know you need to sort of take a break 40 minutes yeah but there's sort of the better a, a better standard would be sort of the 20-20-20 rule where every 20 minutes you're gazing off into the distance relaxing your eyes uh, for 20 seconds you know and you know yeah I read Paul McCartney said he doesn't wear glasses because he does eye exercises. Yeah, there's there's a bit to that. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Would you go to the gym for an hour a day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know, you've got to put a bit of time into that as well. Okay. I, I don't know, like, it, every people come in and, like, with elderly parents, oh, my dad and mum, you know, when they're 80s and they never wore glasses. And they go, well, maybe they don't drive, they don't do much reading. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know the level of your vision until it's been tested. So that's important as well. What about gender difference? Do girls suffer more than boys or vice versa? What's yeah, in sort of younger kids it, it's 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 more uh, girls uh, definitely there's a higher instance of it in girls and then as a push into sort of teens kind of adulthood uh, it, it's, it seems to be higher in, in, in men so okay. there is a gender difference for sure yeah and lockdown must have had an effect right yeah I mean you know I even saw it in practice where you know people were maybe might get away till their mid 40s without needing glasses were kind of coming in sort of early 40s because they were just doing longer hours on the computer for sure yeah uh, so what measures let's talk about it again what measures can we take with kids now I'm I'm being uh, overly strict now on screen time uh, but just to try and lessen the effect of modern life on, on eyesight so regular breaks from Re- whatever we're break. doing just yeah, look, you know like I have a 12 year old as well and you know he got a long leash over lockdown he's yeah. an only child and we give him a long leash on the Xbox contacting his friends but you know just you can't hammer away at three, four, five hours on a computer non-stop and they will be non-stop. They're not going to take a break to go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. even or get a drink. So you you need to just marshal it for sure. Um, Just outdoor time, I mean, the the effect of sunlight being outdoors, I mean, I was reading an article there where it it produces dopamine and dopamine, like the issue with being short-sighted is the eyeball is too long. And so so that's kind of an abnormal uh, growth. Dopamine promotes normal growth of the eyeball. So if natural sunlight produces more dopamine in the eye and produces. So that's one element of it. Um, Little things as well, I noticed, because uh, this conversation has me freaked as well because I wear glasses. But <laughs> I was in the gym the other day. Yeah. And I would normally take a spot where I would uh, watch Real Housewives of uh, New York or whatever yeah. on my phone and uh, get on the treadmill. But I decided to go by the window and look okay. outside into natural yeah. light so all these little things will definitely it's a cumulative effect yeah, yeah for sure I mean you, and you just get into just doing the same thing over and over again but I mean there's no doubt about I mean it's, there's an evolutionary element as well I mean if you think of thousands of years ago I mean the biggest worry is someone you look into the distance looking out for either food or looking for a tiger coming at you if you're a caveman now people are looking up close looking for an email coming at them or notifications so there's an evolutionary aspect as well uh, where like the eyes have had to develop to do more close tasks you know, to, and the nature of modern life is people aren't computers most of the time. People, you but know, it's are. great to know about this because I mean that's that like experts saying that by twenty fifty half of the world's mm. population will be short sighted. Not one, only is that a pain, but that's expensive. It that's is, expensive. yeah, and like one billion of of that are going to be very short sighted, which is like. Like, you know, that's where you see people really kind of sort of heavy, thick glasses. So, yeah, I mean, there's a cost factor uh, to the individual. I mean, most definitely, like, either using contact lenses or glasses. There's also a cost factor to, like, like the HSC, say, in Ireland or any kind of health services because being short-sighted also carries risks further into life because you're more likely to be maybe at the risk of a retinal detachment, which is, uh, uh, or retinal maculopathy. And these conditions all kind of put, you know, strain on the health systems as well. So there's Ooh. cost to the individual and then 
suppose, society. How often should you get your eyes tested? Yeah, I mean, this is, you know, I mean, in Ireland, we're terrible. We generally just kind of come when we feel there's a problem or when someone else identifies. But yeah. like a good guideline is most kids are tested on the, in the public health system, you know, and then they're discharged in there. So up to 16, it should be every year. And from 16 to 65, you should be tested every two years. And then from 65 onwards, you want to be coming back in every year because you're more likely about the conditions. Like, Is there any tr- truth in uh, if you wear a glass and you get dependent on them, it will make your eyes worse because then you have to go stronger in the lens? Not re- I mean... It's a double-edged sword. I mean, you know, the alternative is then just walking around a bit of a blur. You know, if you're yeah. short-sighted, you know, you need glasses. I mean, there's only upside, which is clearer vision. Uh, th- there's things you can do just to, like, as you said, just, you know, if you're out walking, like, you know, you might need your glasses. You know, you might need them for driving, but if you're going for a walk on the park, you can maybe leave your glasses off and let the eyes relax a little bit. There's a focusing element to seeing, you know, and so one of the theories is, is that that over-focusing up close kind of is, is driving it as well. So if your eyes are relaxed, they don't have to focus as much, you can do that. Yeah. Okay, sure. sounds good. Richard Cray of Rods and Cones in Castlenock, Dublin, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us about eyesight. Definitely food for thought and make us all aware of the importance of taking regular breaks, like you said. Yeah. Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from nine. On 2FM.